Hi friends, we see you. We see you busy, we see you running across the quad. We see the non-existent rest in your calendar. We've been there. We felt the whiplash. We want nothing more than to offer your restless heart a refuge and want to invite you to our weekly break check. A reminder that we are called to encounter people placed in front of us deeply. Our heart for three miles per hour is to dive into the idea of community. More than that, to explore how to create and cultivate spaces for the belief that Jesus didn't want us to walk our trials and triumphs alone. Lindsay Gordon is the number one hype woman. I have seen this woman dress up as the Grinch for Christmas, put on a wig for St. Patty's, and go all out in everything that she does. Many people can tell you how she is always a listening ear, an amazing friend, and a candor opinion. She has a big heart for biblical history and isn't afraid to share it. Lindsay is bold in her friendship, her prayer, and her truth, especially today talking about loneliness within good community. Hey guys, welcome back. This is episode four of the pod. Last uh, week we had Kaiser on, who was just so, so far away, but I simply have the privilege of being right on the couch with our guest today, um, who's Lindsay Gordon. Woo! Yeah. (laughs) Otherwise known as my roommate. Um, Yes, Lindsay is quite obviously the life of the party to any room she walks into Um, (laughs) very energetic very um easy to see her love for people and the love for the lord when you sit down and talk to her Mm one-on-one yeah we can just roll into questions i guess natalie how are you today (laughs) (laughs) i'm doing great doing good or hanging out with y'all so that's fun (laughs) i'm trying to think about a funny story about Lindsay. Um, oh, there's so many. Of there's them. so many. <laughs> I think something about Lindsay that surprised me was um, she was just like this like energetic like person and stuff. And but like I didn't really know her. And then somehow by literally the grace of God, we spent so many hours on this stinking couch. This awful leather couch. <laughs> this awful leather couch. Talking about summer camp. But I'm gonna miss it when we leave. I will too. Really great moments. <laughs> Lindsay, what has the Lord been teaching you lately? So I guess something that's been on my heart a lot recently and that obviously y'all know about this is I definitely struggled a lot with loneliness throughout college. And I've just realized like it's something that I thought would just be a freshman year thing. And now like almost done with my sophomore year, almost halfway through college, I've realized that like I still feel lonely a lot. And um, it's definitely like something that I feel like is not talked about enough that it's like a consistent thing that can happen throughout college because even though like I have a really great community and I have a lot of really great friends I still have moments where like I feel like I'm so alone Mm -hmm. and that's something that's definitely um really hard to deal with sometimes. I've definitely like had a couple of moments um I don't even remember when I think it was just like a couple weeks ago but um literally like which is so sweet because I have amazing roommates that will just like process and talk with me at night and everything. It's so great. But like literally having to just be like, I just, just don't feel seen or like, I like, I don't know. Like, I feel like I do all the things and like go to all the places and it's like, okay, how many people do I really know here? Or like know who I am. And I feel like there's definitely part of me that's like, okay, I need to step out, step back and like, step out of my pride and like being like oh like 
who do I know who knows me or whatever but like it's still definitely like a I've been trying so hard to like make friends and like put myself out there and I still am like left with this like anxious like feeling of like I'm alone and I feel alone and it's just hard and I feel like a lot of people don't talk about that especially like later on in college like freshman year it's like you know everyone feels that way but then it feels sophomore like going on in college it's like do people still struggle with that you know for sure like I think about a lot in terms of like there's like different levels of like reliance with people I feel like like obviously like the top is like God you can rely on God 100% and then there's your family and then there's friends and it's like I think about so much like it's so hard not having um your parents and your family to rely on while you're in college because you know like most people could probably call their parents you know at almost any time and text them and all this stuff and communicate with them it's still like obviously not the same and it's a hard transition having that security all your life having your family to always rely on and then coming to college and it's like of course like you may have a lot of really great friends like I was saying I have but still like you do have to fend for yourself a lot and that's something that can be really hard to learn and um work through throughout college yeah I think um something that I've been talking with quite a lot of people lately that I didn't realize it was something that other people struggled with um but just the idea of like constantly pouring out pouring out pouring out into people and then feeling like yeah people are pouring into me but I still feel unseen unheard um even if I'm surrounded by good people who are trying to encourage me and try to um, help me run my race well. Lindsay what is community to you this is something we ask everyone that comes on and kind of going along with what community is to you um if you don't mind kind of sharing also just like where was also the turning point of like what like kind of just like walking with friends and then having the realization of like oh my gosh this is what real like friendship and community looks like yeah so I was definitely really thankful to grow up with a really great small group at church so for a long time in my life I've had um a great godly community of people really pushing me in my faith but like um working at camp over the summer I really got to see what that's like um so I was like just a regular counselor and we also had head counselors and every week they had us have um one-on-ones with our head counselors and our head counselors definitely like really pushed me in a very loving way and you know it's not always easy to like take criticism especially like working at camp and you're you know trying really hard to be the best counselor you can be but like through that like I think it grew me so much Sorry, <laughs> the flashbacks <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. but I think yeah like over the summer having those relationships at camp like really taught me how important it is for me to be challenged by the people around me and also how I can do that for other people because ultimately like I think one of the the best signs of like a loving caring friendship is wanting to push each other yeah Yeah. that's good considering like your definition of what community meant Mm -hmm. meant and means to you um how do you think your community like at college has helped you follow Jesus more yes so I would say one of the best places I've found my definition of community is through um, RUF, the college ministry I'm involved in. And I think it's so important for when people go into college to right away freshman year join a college ministry. Um, I like any school, there's so many great ones out there. And 
a place like that, um, getting more involved this year and being on their sermon team has been so beneficial for me because we actually have meetings every other Monday with the head pastor for RUF and like they, um, we have like little community groups within RUF and like he really encourages us to like, you know, lay everything out, tell all those people, like all the things we're dealing with on the inside, how they could be praying for us for that week and all these things. So like he really encourages us to be really open and honest with the people around us. Um, and through that, through these people being to know all these things about me, they've been able to push me and I've been able to see growth in my walk with Jesus through that. So that's been really beneficial with community. That's good. I can totally relate to that. I meet with like um, a girl every week and just do discipleship and accountability. And it's been really cool because like I can just think of like one meeting we had, I guess it was earlier this semester. Um, and just like I felt this feeling of like I need to tell her this thing I've been struggling with, but I really haven't ever done that with a lot of people. Like, tell people like the real like I'm actually like sinning or like struggling with this and I just like told her and it was cool because she was like no me too and I was like wait what and it was just like such a cool like kind of honestly like freeing moment of like I don't know like when we're just honest and like are just like I like am falling short in this area or like I just need help and either the other person's you know gone through that or they're going through it it's just like I don't know. I think the enemy just tries to like make us forget that like we all we all fall short, but like we all get to like carry each other like closer to Christ and like through that like is like you know, just like experiencing like sin, but also experiencing freedom and experiencing forgiveness and like able to like share that with other people. Um anyway, so I think sometimes like dang it, like I just forget like I need to be honest with people around me and like, I like that you shared that because it's definitely like a really important thing to do, especially with community. So. Yeah, I think like one of like the most like fruitful things we can do for ourselves and honestly for other people. And we talked about this a little bit with Claire, like just the power of testimony, but like just like what you're going through in the current moment and being truthful about that. I know this is something that like I personally am horrible at. Um, I don't like telling people what like I'm going through, which is, and I have to do like a heart check and a posture check every time that like that thought comes in my brain because, because I think that like that will burden other people with my, like what I'm going through and that will be like too much for them. And you like, don't want to be uncomfortable. Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. It'd be really scary for sure. But what Kaiser talked about the other week is, you know, we're called to carry, help carry each other's weight. And even more than that, Jesus has Jesus wants to carry it all and through confessing it to somebody else if that's how you need to find comfort in that and that's how you need to find redemption like that is so important uh Lindsay what has been your biggest obstacle in forming community in college I would say something that is hard with forming community in college is like especially if you you know go to school out of state like probably don't know many people and a lot of these people like you're meeting for the first time or you've only known them for like a year or whatever and I think like like sometimes for me not knowing a lot about people's past can almost be scary I guess because like I want to have a really close friendship with them and I want to invest them and I want them to know all these things about me and I want them to be able to share all these things about themselves but like it can be scary sometimes um 
just like the unknown about the people you're around because I've heard of people before, you know, and I'm, this has happened to, you know, many, many people before where they think these people are their friends. The next thing you know, they're not anymore. And, you know, that would be devastating if that happened to me because I really do love the people I'm around, but that's happened to people before. So I think just like sometimes the fears of unknowns, especially going to such a big college and you're around so many people, it's just, you hope you pick the right people. Um, and that thought can creep in sometimes, especially like early on in college making friends. Yeah, I, I think I've learned more and more just like being in college of like, on, we talked about this at my like life group last night, but just like if some, if like our prayers were dependent on people's like salvation or like well-being, like how many people would truly be changing? And that convicted me because I was like, I really just like, I forget to pray for my friends or like, I forget to pray for the people that I encounter. And, um, yeah, that just like really convicted me and just made me take a step back and be like, okay, I need to like look around and like, like you're saying, just like, be like, okay, these are the people around me. And like, who knows how long of like how many seasons of life I'll be walking with these people. Um, but while I'm with them, like I, I need to be praying for them. And I just think like how like how often do I forget to do that? And I mean, obviously, like there's forgiveness and there's just like spiritual discipline in that. But I don't know. That's something that I've that's just like been on my heart recently is like really interceding and praying for the people around us because like they're our community. They're the people that are like here right now. We don't have our family next to us every single day, and you know, and it's like and it also just gives us more peace of just like. I don't know, kind of like you were saying, like, did we choose the right people? And when we're praying and like constantly uplifting the people around us and like, you know, like there's um, like support there, which is really cool. For sure. When things were hard, like how were you able to overcome them and how did you like see the Lord provide and that season for you? Yeah. So like definitely having to do with my past. Um, when I was like in middle school and high school, like I struggled with social anxiety a lot and like that's not something I really deal with um a lot here in college which I'm really thankful for but because of having that past like loneliness is one of the biggest things I fear and definitely like I'd say I wasn't super happy um here at Alabama until just about a year ago this time so like March of my freshman year so um a lot of that time freshman year was just like a lot of confusion and just like questioning like you know is this really where I'm meant to be is this the right sorority I'm meant to be in is this the right you know dorm I'm supposed to live in? just like I was questioning like every single thing that was going on in my life because there's just so many unknowns and um I guess like one of the biggest things I was able to learn in that season freshman year um being really lonely not just like feeling lonely but really not having a ton of people in my life Cause like there's a difference. Like I kind of said, like you can still feel lonely even if you have a lot of people in your life. Um, I just learned how much more I need to rely on God and realize that like he is omnipresent and that he's with me every single step of the way. And um, even though like my sophomore year hasn't been perfect, I um, now that I'm in a place where I do have a good community and I do feel like I'm supposed to be here and I have a lot more things figured out obviously sometimes that loneliness does creep in, but I definitely combat that 
mainly with knowing uh, that God is and always will be with me every single step of the way. So that's just been a big comfort for me this year and has really changed how um, I've felt overall versus last year. Mm-hmm. That's good. What were like some things that you did or like that helped you come to the realization that you're not alone? Like when you are feeling lonely and like, I'm, I don't know, like for me, like whenever I do feel lonely or just like, just not feel known by the people around me. Like what are some things that you did that like created like, or like put your eyes back on Jesus? Mm-hmm. So I guess like I'll kind of backtrack like when it comes to this year's sophomore year um when I started to feel lonely this year you know I was really confused why so I'm like okay I have all these great friends and like I'm really happy with all these things in my life like why do I feel lonely and like it took me a while to really realize like it's because I'm not relying much on God um I had a really hard transition going from summer camp to coming back to school just like with my emotions and like life being so different yeah big thing people not talking about enough you know and so I guess like during that season of my life first semester um it's just a time where I really just had to have a reality check that you know I think the reason that I feel like this is because I'm really not spending a lot of time with him and so I guess it's like a cliche answer but like when I am feeling that loneliness like I know that I immediately just have to run to him and like one of my favorite Bible verses over the summer, um, Romans 8, 38 through 39. And like that verse talks a lot about how we can't escape God's love at all. Like no matter where we go, any depth of the earth, anywhere, we can't escape his love at all. And I just try to always remind myself that um, anytime I do feel any of that loneliness throughout this year. Yeah. I think something that you said that was really, really good is that the only thing that we can do is run to him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that looks different for different peoples, but in the end, it's all the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but like personally for me, like when I feel alone or when I feel like anxious or like lonely, like I like run to prayer, like I fall on my knees, like, mm-hmm. and that is uh, what sustains me and what makes it subside mm-hmm. and that's the only thing that will that's good I Lindsay like while you were talking earlier I was just reminded of Ephesians 2 um and just kind of talks about like, like by grace you have been saved and like you were like children of the air like children of wrath but like now you've been like made a new creation like all these things um and then like towards the end of or like verse 10 it talks about like says like for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for for good works which God prepared beforehand and that we should walk in them and I think something that just like helps reassure me is like it's already been figured out like mm-hmm. the Lord has already like ordained every step of the way and that's something that I feel like is like okay duh Natalie like whatever but like it it just brings more comfort in knowing like like the Lord knew this was going to happen and so like all I can do on my part is like just rely on him like you were saying and like know that it's going to be good and like like God's definition of good and goodness sometimes doesn't look like or sometimes doesn't look slash feel like the worldly goodness that we want because it's just different and like he sees things differently than we do and I think that just I also have to remind myself that is like God's goodness is ultimate 
yet sometimes it might not match up with like what I think is good for me. Um, and I just have to like call my heart back to that place. Um, because sometimes I'm like, why was I not chosen to be in this org? Or like, why does it feel like these people have all these friends and I don't have as many or whatever, like, or like, did I choose the right people, you know? And I don't know. It's just like the Lord already, he created good things and I get to walk in them, which is really, really sweet. Um, and like something I was just thinking about, like while you're talking is, you know, like sometimes I really have to humble myself and realize that like, you know, there are not many things that were really promised. Like at the end of the day, like God is always the thing that we need to be relying on because he's really the only set thing in life and like everything else is just blessings like God didn't have to give me you know my friends at all God didn't have to give me the great family I have God didn't get that didn't have to give me the opportunity to go to school at Alabama like all these things are just blessings and it's so easy sometimes to get mad at God and think like you know why am I not having this or that or blah 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 and then sometimes I just have to really come to the end of myself and realize like God is the constant in my life that's never going to change he's the most important thing and even more of a reason why to run to him because everything else at the end of the day it can fade just like that it really could and you know it's easy for us to get really comfortable in all these things that we want all these things that we have but they really are just blessings that he gave to us that we don't deserve at all so yeah that's good amen (laughs) I also think that like like in those times like where we're like so caught up in like all these other things in our lives I think that loneliness can be used to redirect our attention Mm -hmm. back to him um and yeah it's painful and it's not the best feeling but like Natalie said like what the goodness that is meant for us isn't what we think is good that's good and like going off that Bridget like I kind of like before we started this was just from brought to the Psalms 91 and it just talks about like the Lord is our refuge and like he's the one who we dwell in and I think like to truly dwell in something you have to sit and be alone and like focus and meditate and like whatever and like having having a perspective of like a season of loneliness like yeah the enemy can come in and like make it feel like oh like you're in the dark and you're all alone and like all these things and whatever but like when we like shift into like a godly perspective like um nine chapter 91 verse 9 is like because you have made the lord your dwelling place the most high he is my refuge no evil shall be allowed to befall you no plague come near your tent and like i don't know like like you're saying, like loneliness can instead be like a like intentional like dwelling place with the Lord and like choosing like God, like you are like my friend, like you are my father, my brother, like you fulfill. I, I've said this before, like I think on our first episode, like he fulfills all those positions like infinitely better than anyone else could because he created them. And I just love that. Like we can, we can choose in our loneliness to then make it a season of dwelling with the Lord, which is, like, hard, but also, like, really cool and, like, so growing, too. Yeah, that's good. Wendy, what is your biggest piece of advice to someone who maybe can't feel their community, even 
when it looks like they should. Mm-hmm. So, um, obviously, like I've talked about, that's something that I definitely struggled with throughout college. And so I think, again, like, I do really like the community I'm in, but of course there are times where I feel really lonely. And I guess like what I was saying earlier, um, like the best piece of advice I really would give is run to him. Um, I think like, I know in my life when my life is like really good and I feel like there's really nothing bad that's going on, I tend to not run to him at all, honestly. I tend to spend a lot less time with him and focus on other things. And when I do have difficulty in my life come up, and especially with things like loneliness is when I come so much closer to him. So I guess like the best piece of advice I really would give is just to continue to run to him, whether it looks like, you know, like y'all said, like immediately going in prayer or immediately taking out the word, like, yes, it may sound like, like I kind of said, like a cliche answer, like, oh, of course, like, yeah, read your Bible, pray, but like, it's amazing to see what God's able to do when you surrender yourself and you come to him because that's a step that's really hard to take sometimes. And it can be hard to admit that, you know, you're broken and that you need him. Um, And so I guess like, yeah, that's definitely the biggest piece of advice I would give. Yeah. So I think the obvious answer like can be the hardest for us to see sometimes Mm -hmm. because it's just this thing that's right in front of us. And when we're everywhere else, Mm -hmm. we're looking everywhere, but that to the thing that we should. I think often like, you know, being a believer, a lot of times we do know what's best for us, but we don't want to choose it. Mm -hmm. Um, I know that's hard for me. Like, you know, I'll say like a small thing. Well, it's not a small thing, but like, I, um, throughout my walk with God through the years, like, I've always had a really hard time, like, being very consistent in, like, my Bible reading, and, like, it's almost, it's, like, every night I see my Bible on my desk, and I'm, like, you know, like, I should really do my devotion, like, it'll probably only take 15 minutes, but Mm. I don't really feel like doing it. I turn off my light, I go to bed. It's, like, a small thing like that where I feel like a lot of times as Christians, we know what's best for us. But at the same time, it's really hard for us to choose it. And just like in the context with loneliness, it can be really hard to run to God, even though we do know, oh, I mean, that's what I'm supposed to do. And that's what will probably make me feel better. Um, So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I want to bring this up, Lindsay. So Bridget sent me one of your (laughs) Instagram captions. (laughs) from a couple I guess it was, I don't know when it was but it was so good guys so make Lindsay go or Instagram famous <laughs> but um towards so like was talking about just like loneliness like you were saying mm-hmm. and towards the end um you said you don't have to wait until your life comes to an end to be with him forever the wonderful thing is you're always with him even here on earth I just thought that was so good and like so encouraging and just like again brings more perspective of like literally like the spirit that raised Christ from the dead like lives in us like why do we walk around thinking like oh just gotta wait till heaven or that's not true for me or you know like Mm -hmm. just the enemy is so good at like like quieting that or like playing down that truth and I don't know like I just think like why do we not realize that like 
and Kaiser kind of mentioned this in his podcast, but like, like the greatest like community we could ever have is with the Lord. And he literally is with us all the time. Like, and which is like hard sometimes I think to hear when you are going like battling loneliness or battling like, um, feelings of like social anxiety or like feeling like you're not known by people. But I think, I don't know. It's like, why is that not the most like encouraging thing for you to hear in that moment? Because it's so true and like so powerful. And I just really like that. And I wanted to bring it up. So yeah. Um, I, yeah. So that point about like, um, Christ being with us now on earth, being a believer and not just having to wait until we die today and go to heaven. I would tell my campers a lot that over the summer, especially like my younger campers, they don't probably have the same gospel understanding as maybe a high school camper in a lot of cases. And like, you know, some things I always explain to them, a lot of like young kids when they get saved, like, you know, I guess they think more about like, oh, I get to go to heaven now, which of course, amazing, great. But like a big thing I really tried to emphasize to them is like, but you don't have to wait to be with God. Like he's with you now and Mm -hmm. he's living, he's coming, he came into your heart now. And, um, that's a big thing that like, I even have to remind myself, I'm like, he's with me just as much right now as I will be with him someday when I die. And like, I think that's something we just don't think about enough because we're too caught up in, you know, the things happening in our lives and our reality, but that's just as much of reality too. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Hmm. Love that. <laughs> um, how do the people around you love you like Jesus does? Um, so I would say a big thing that I really appreciate and I really see people is just like simply when people ask me, you know, how is your day? Like that's such a small thing, but I think it really speaks volumes. Like, um, I know like here at Alabama, like we have all of our meals at the sorority house and like, you know, everyone has a pretty busy day. And, you know, when I sit down for dinner and I have friends sitting next to me and just that simple question asking me, how was my day? And then really wanting to know, like, you know, what was hard about my day? Not just like, oh, I went to class. And like a little thing like that is something I really appreciate. And I think um, also like another way is, you know, people asking you um, how they can be praying for you. Of course, that's always a big one. But, um, you know, those are two honestly small things. But I think they really speak volumes and, you know, through people asking those simple questions to me, I'm really able to see Jesus through them. And, um, I really try to emulate that also because I know those simple things have had such a big effect on my life. And in turn, like, I want to be able to be like that for those people as well. That's good. It's sometimes it's the small, like intentional things that like, we don't realize how much they mean to us. And Mm -hmm. then, And then suddenly you do. (laughs) Amen, sister. Very true. Okay, Okay, everyone. Bow your heads and close your eyes. (laughs) Dear God, thank you so much for this day. Thank you so much for the opportunity to be on Natalie and Bridget's podcast. Lord, I just want to pray for the hearts of anyone listening to this podcast today, Lord. Um, I hope they know that you're so much bigger than anything they will ever face, anything has to do with loneliness that they will ever face. And I hope that they know and can be confident in knowing that you're with them every step of the way. And like we talked about, you don't have to wait until you go to heaven to be with you forever, Lord. You are here 
dwelling in our hearts. And we just love you so much. And we just thank you for all the wonderful blessings you've given us. In your name I pray, amen. We're coming at you next week. We'll see y'all.